The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Thank you for joining Mickey, JJ, Kurt, Chris, and Joe as we set off on a fully recorded journey using the game Dresden Files Accelerated from Evil Hat Productions. We're sure you'll find this series interesting and entertaining. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, and welcome to The Shed for Adventures from The Shed. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com on iTunes, Facebook, Google+, Bing, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio. See if I can remember any more this time. Nope, I'm going to say I can't. Uh, We're going to be starting something new today, and before we start it, we're just going to go around the table with a quick hi, starting with... Hey, everyone. This is Mickey. JJ here, representing the bald-bearded folk. (laughs) Hey, this is Kurt. And I love variety, so I am fired up for something new. Nice. This is Chris. He represents just the bald folk. And yeah. this is Joe, and I represent partial beard folk. And full head of hair folk, despite being old. I do happen to have a full head of hair. I bought it myself. <laughs> as, as, Kurt, as Kurt checks his comb over. I'm like, I'm like two, two weeks past needing a haircut. Uh, so, so what we are doing today is a two-fold new thing here. You probably heard us play a one-shot of the Dresden Files role-playing game. Well, we wanted to continue with that. And just in the last couple of weeks, we found the Dresden Files Accelerated, which is a slimmer version of the same world and and very similar rules based on Fate Accelerated. So we're going to be starting that in our podcast today. In addition to that, we're recording right from the beginning, which is something we haven't done yet. So none of us has a full character concept. Uh, Most of us don't even know the rules. We're going to be reading the book as we go. And we're recording the whole thing for your listening pleasure or torture, your choice. (laughs) You will love or hate this, but it will be educational if you don't know fate or if you're not familiar with the Dresden world. Right. Uh, And we thought, or I thought, and I think together we agree that it should be interesting to actually hear one of our games right from the beginning. Because this is the way... A real tabletop RPG group gets together, forms the world, forms the characters, uh, all the concepts. The one thing that will be a little different is to protect your uh, listener ears. We're going to try and keep it to one conversation going at a time, which in a way might be cool because we might delve more into individual characters that we'll all be talking about rather than three or four different conversations going on about several different characters. We're going to pick up right from the beginning... um, Dresden Files Accelerated is out now. It has been released in June. I have the PDF right now waiting on the hardcover book, but that is available to order at Evil Hat Productions, so it's evilhat.com. No, I did not get this free. (laughs) I did pay for it. But we've been happy with it so far with the Dresden Files role-playing game, so we're going to try the Dresden Files Accelerated. Um, A little bit about the game itself, it is based on the actual Dresden Files universe, and according to its literature, it covers NPCs and events right through the first five novels. So when we get to the point where we're including that, we may be able to incorporate some real Dresden Files world stuff. We're going to start by creating our own area and our own characters and and probably have a short mini-adventure before we start incorporating the real Dresden Files world. And for people who might not know, the Dresden Files is a huge series of novels written by Jim Butcher. It's kind of urban fantasy. Uh, Mickey and JJ are super familiar with it. 
Chris and I are not, so we're, uh, we're going to learn from them. And I'm semi-familiar. And, and Joe and is. And I'll be learning from them exactly, as well. Exactly. But uh, some of you listening may not have read those novels and may not even know what we're talking about when we say Dresden Files. But there's werewolves and vampires. Right. What we mean in this case by urban fantasy, one of you two want to take that? Urban fantasy is uh, a fantasy-based book. Think magic type it, 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 of it's world. A, it's a what-if scenario. But in set in modern-day urban right. settings. So, so for us, it is 2017 in our world. Yep, we correct. don't go back in time. We don't jump forward in time. It's current time. But all that stuff is real. Anything you can think of from mythology and magic and imaginary stuff, it's real. But normal mortals don't know about it or, for that matter, just don't care about it. Kind of like the whole Buffy Angel Supernatural, exactly. Last Witch Hunter, exactly yep. like that. Hellboy kind of stuff. Yeah, that, that would <laughs> technically be urban fantasy, that would but be very specific that. to that, yeah. the things so, that are in so Buffy. Yeah, it, it all depends on the... Um, right. Yeah, the Patricia Briggs series, the Iron Guru Chronicles, a whole bunch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's tons of it out there. But one of the things about the Dresden Files is anything that you can believe in can become real. Or is already real, and you're just giving it power by believing in it. Yep. Cool. So all of the different pantheons, deities, mythologies, uh, everything is there. It's um, just a matter of how strong it is at any given time. So for people who are listening... I, Kurt, will be your proxy if you know nothing about the Dresden Files. So if someone mentions some the White Court or something and you don't know what it is, I don't know what it is either. <laughs> so just, uh, I will ask for you. Yes. I know Kurt, where I read this Kurt morning. has power of attorney with two Harvard degrees. Right. And I am also going on a totally awesome diet on Monday that requires no alcohol. And so nice. I will be drinking today and I look around and see that hey, no one I else didn't... is. So I will also What'd be you the drunk me? guy by the end of the day. Oh, I'm happy to share with you. All do right. you want, I do want, you to, join want in. us to join in? No, I mean, I, as long as Joe's going with me, we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But I, I only have Nothing water. like a right hangover now. for Father's we'll, Day. Yeah, we'll have to fix that water situation I've got. <laughs> All right. So um, to uh, one point that Kurt said, there are plenty of different things that people don't know about. What we're going to start with, though, is um, I've printed some of the pages out to help us get started. But we're going to start by talking about our world and uh, for those who have the printed stuff out there, I want to say that's on page 84. And by our world, I mean the world that we are going to play our game system in. And for us, we have already agreed that we are going to go in our current area where we reside, which is the upstate of South Carolina. To define this area, we're really talking about everything between Charlotte and Atlanta, is the way I'm looking at it. Yep. And we're going to treat those as our big cities. But where we live is... Almost in the middle. We're a little bit closer to Charlotte, but um, that whole area. So this includes um, right where uh, I live and where we record here in Greer, where you guys are in Greer, you're in Greenville. Greenville. I've got family in Spartanburg. And, and um, Chris Anderson. is towards right, right near Charlotte. Mm -hmm. So we have a lot of area to cover that we're familiar with. Yep. And when we start talking about important factions, which is one of the words that's used here, those, the main parts of those will most likely be in either Charlotte or Atlanta. So think about that as we're going as well. And for you, if you're listening, well, obviously you're listening. For those of you at home, literally the only decision that we made before recording was that we were going to play in the upstate. Yeah. Because we debated, should we play in Chicago? Should we play in yeah. Charlotte? Should we play in San Francisco? And the only thing we decided is upstate. We don't know who's playing spellcasters, who's playing vampires, right. who's doing what. We have no idea. Yeah. Um, and I do like the distinction you just made there that, People who are listening are probably at home. They're probably not in this room. That is true. 
<laughs> well, you could be listening from your car. You yeah. could. On a Stairmaster. Yeah. On a Stairmaster. At the gym. Having sex. Or a Thighmaster. I hope they're not listening to us having sex. Can you imagine? Well, maybe, we're, maybe we help them Wait, spice it up. listening to us having sex? Or listening, <laughs> to listening to while they're having sex? Because I hope they're listening. That's some funny stuff. So just so, to be clear on the yeah. setting, we're not going to be moving down to Columbia or Charleston. We're going to stay in the I-85 corridor. Kind at, of? at least to start. If we need to go out towards the ocean, yeah, we'll hit Myrtle Beach or Charleston or something. Why not? Okay. Right. But to start at least, the first adventure we have, which I already have the, the framework for it, will be something right in Greer, so right where we are. But once we've established all our characters and everything and run that first adventure, then we'll branch out however the heck Dude, we want. Dude, is there going to be a murder at the shed? No, no. Oh. There will be something happening at the shed. Yeah, it's open. Um, I, Are actually, we on a ley line? It, it, I was going to say, I was going to say <laughs> it's not much of a spoiler because of where we are. It's got to be important, right? But there will be uh, ley line and access to the ways um, here at the shed as well. I don't know oh. what that means, but I look that forward to it. That means that's how you get between worlds, essentially. Ooh. I mean, that's a short version of it. But yeah, it, uh, like it's a portal. A, it's a way to get from one place to another. There are other references. Isn't uh, like a Wheel of Time reference in there? The Wheel of yep. Time does I don't know if you're familiar ways. with that. No. Oh, the, the Robert Jordan? Yeah. 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 Correct. I'm not familiar with In that uh, universe, the ways have been corrupted. Uh-huh. And it's very dangerous to travel the ways. Mm. Cool. Yeah. Like a, and I love learning new stuff. Dangerous to travel right. the ways in the Dresden world as well. Yes. You can get lost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what I, wanted to, what I wanted to start with, and I invite anybody else who has the PDF or the printed stuff handy to um, read out loud or read along, um, but I'm going to start with page 84, which is us creating the campaign. Where it, a lot of this, uh, the book is written from the uh, perspective of Ivy, the, what is it? Ivy? The Oracle. The Oracle. Ivy, um, the Archive. The Archive. The Oracleish Archive. Oracle, whatever. Yeah. I'm um, sorry. So it's written kind of in the first person at the reader and so i won't read a lot of that but what we're really going to start with is um you can see an example here on page 84 they talk about different um places and and things to include and not include for example um ghosts and hauntings can be included the criminal underworld supernatural ties to history and in this example they chose that the fairy courts would not be there as a major power and the vampire courts would not be there as a major power these things matter in the world but we don't need all of those decisions right away um so we want to know what is going to be important supernatural immortal organizations or individuals um groups of mindless but dangerous creatures, types of conflict that are a concern, and any combination thereof. Excuse me. So that, that's part of it, part of creating the, um, the area. And then we also want to identify factions. Now, the factions are pretty much groups of something that are important, that have some form of power, is the way I read it. Um, it's a so in Greenville, it would be real estate developers. Yeah, well, yeah. And that could be a powerful criminal gang, yes. <laughs> Technically. Yeah, yeah, it could be. I have to be careful not to slander any clients or potential clients of mine, but uh, <laughs> but that is point. that is very yeah. true. That the most powerful faction in Greenville would be the developers, now, the family I, of real estate developers. I will be keeping some notes on factions myself, but I want you guys, of course, to keep the notes from uh, about your own characters. I'll keep the world stuff handy. Um, are we going to do a Google Doc or a, or are we just? Gonna I actually have a Google Doc going right now for this stuff that I'm typing in. But um, you guys keep your notes however you like, on your computer, on pencil and paper, whatever helps you the best. Uh, Okay. So an idea 
I have then is uh, let, let's it's it's a recent development that okay. is the reason we're here in Greenville that our team has formed. So like maybe an extra wide door to the never never has mm-hmm. formed here because of some action or a developer may have unearthed it or mm. something along those lines. Like what's, what's the never never? The never never is the place where the Fey live. It would be heaven or hell or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Okay. We could easily have opened that with digging a new hotel in Greenville or Greer or Spartanburg. Easily. So mm-hmm. I, I think it would be interesting that there's no existing power structure, but everyone's fighting for ground right now. Because, mm-hmm. because there's of the an new... opportunity to, to exploit exactly. what was just unearthed. Okay. Um, that allows us to pull um, from any specific faction and have them enter slowly. Well, so this leads to kind of my question, just thinking about my character, was like, uh, do we know each other? Are we friends? Are we, we from we different places? We haven't started with we the characters started. yet. Now, I, uh, the reason I'll say this is because one of, the way the, one of the ways this plays out is you start to create your world first. Because you, if you create a character and then realize it doesn't fit in the world, once you learn what the world's like, then you probably want to go back and change okay. your character. So they, they want you to come up with the basics of your world, what's important in the world. So if we're, we were to say, for example, because there, there's a door to the Never Never open, then Faye are probably starting to have an influence here. That would then make sense that you might have a Faye character. Yep. And, and so I would have thought, preparing for the game, that South Carolina certainly has a rich history of ghosts. Oh, absolutely. So oh, I yeah. think if I were thinking about this region as compared to like maybe Oklahoma, I would think ghosts and haunting type things would be a potentially oh, do regular we, Do we know of any spectacular civil war battles that were fought in this area? Well, I mean, we've got, we got revolutionary war battles at Kings Mountain and the Cowpens. We've got, yeah, I was going to say know, Cowpens. Yeah, was uh, right. Not actually any major civil war battles, right. but you know, we have Sherman passing through. Uh, you have Burnings in Columbia, Charleston. Mm-hmm. Most people here were fighting on one side or the other in the Civil War. I mean, there's a lot of that history. There's a sure. reason there's a North Carolina and a South Carolina. Well, and, and there's tons of small battle sites, like even just along the Tiger River in Spartanburg that you mm-hmm. never hear about, but where, you know, 13 people died in a skirmish. There's a lot mm-hmm. of that type of stuff around here. Plus, we're a Cherokee nation here, mm-hmm. so we've got Indian history. Mm-hmm. Did Cherokee uh, Tears come out of here? It no. passed the Appalachian... They, they did pass through Smoky Mountain because there's a portion of okay. that Appalachian Trail that goes through the Smoky Mountain National Park. But also, you know, Greenville's named after Nathaniel Green from the Revolution War. So, we, I mean, we could, if we mm-hmm. want to do that kind of stuff, we can draw on a lot of different stuff that we'd have to do a little research for. But, mm-hmm. you know. So the reason why I said, you know, it would have this be a developing area, so to speak, is that no matter which faction or which type of character you do, we could all be forming our own alliances as because we're all just now entering the area. So it doesn't mean we have to be an established group. That mm-hmm. means that we could be forming an alliance like, you know, I tolerate your faction, so, right. you know, let's team up to knock I these guys out. I tolerate you. Let's be well, friends. And that would be <laughs> well, interesting with the way the region is developing. I mean, the upstate is having really kind of significant growth since yeah. probably 2005, if not earlier. With, and a lot of people are coming here from outside, and there's a lot of development. Mm-hmm. So that, I like that. We could also, as long as it doesn't infect anybody, the inland port. Mm-hmm. You know, we mm-hmm. just had an inland port opened up here, and you know, maybe that was yeah. the result of something else. 
and magical. Could be something. Now, I'll tell you, I'm going, to mark, I'm going to mark that there. down as an important place right now. Yeah. Okay. Because maybe vampires from New Orleans come here through the port. Or, I mean, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> it could be also be just um, a means for them to finance their lifestyle. You know, they, they control that port. You know, make it simple. Yeah. They control mm-hmm. that port and rep- bring in either illegal stuff or... Maybe that's how they get rid of their bodies and bring in. That's how they feed the red court vampire. So we're, we're saying the red court vampires are here. Could no. What, what I was what, saying what is that. Well, I, there's no reason to, to exclude them yeah. unless, for some reason, mm-hmm. it, it interferes with another thought. So wait, yeah. wait. Because we can say there are two here. What are red court two vampires? Red court. Um, uh, you don't have that in your book. You have the PDF. Take a look at just just so you ha- can just look at this. Just talk to me too. as if I'm dumb, Dresden uh, dumb. All right, then <laughs> you want to. So there's three courts of vampires in the red in white. the Dresden universe. There's the white yeah. court, which are the Sakubai. The red court are more um, think of your traditional vampires, yeah. fair, like, can't go out in sunlight, etc. Yeah. And there's the black court. Those are more think, creepy. Nosferatu. Yeah. Yeah. The Bram Stoker. Which one of the sparkly ones that you want to have sex with? I Those guess. don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Good. The closest would be the white court. The white court. Yeah, but they, they're making you want to have sex with them. Exactly. Yeah. So and that they can feed so off can of feed your life off energy. Your, yeah, you, yeah, you crave having sex with one them. One of the, so. the, what I think a cool thing from um, the Dresden Files universe when they talk about the black court vampires, um, they use Bram Stoker's Dracula saying that Black court vampires were supremely powerful until Bram Stoker's Dracula, which was essentially a manual on how to defeat them, came out. And now they hold very little influence because everyone knows how to kill them. Yeah. Garlic and sunlight and, you know, holy Stick water. The right? So everyone knows how to kill them, so they're really not as powerful as they used to be. Yep. And the same thing with uh, Grimm's uh, t- mm-hmm. Tales. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that, that was a manual on how to defeat a lot of the Fae. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's cool the way that he incorporates books that we know yep. and uh, uses those to link the natural and the supernatural. It's nice stuff. But to that point, Kurt, what I was saying, if you want to read some of it on your own, maybe while other people are conversing, page 39 starts the vampire stuff. So you can actually get a... And it's only a few paragraphs on each one. So once you read the white court, they give you a couple of the, uh, some of the people in it. You can skip that and then look at the red and the jade and the black. Well, I'm also kind of asking yeah. because I imagine some of our listeners don't have any idea what these things are yep so i I definitely want to bring up because i'll I'll let mickey take over if she wants to but she had an awesome idea uh to incorporate uh some of the stuff that's in greenville Mm -hmm. and that's the mice on maine okay and now uh, just so you know too i have already started places that i uh, i think i was telling you guys in an email i want to create at least half of the stuff so you guys don't know it until we learn it but then i want to create the other half collaboratively so to give you an idea i already had four places that i'm calling places that matter already okay um and then we'll be creating more as we go as well but that's great i want to hear more of those so for the people at home so the mice on main are like uh guardians and maybe they were they've been there and they've been part of Greenville. Like, I don't know when they got actually installed. So for those the mice on main in actuality, there's twelve of them, right? Throughout downtown Greenville. They're little bronze statues of mice that are actually they're embedded into they're the embedded sidewalks. Into the they're about my size. Yeah, they are about my there's a book that goes along with it and then you read the book and it's a nice little walking tour of downtown Greenville is what they're for. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
but especially our, for kids. Exactly, for children. But our idea was to have those mice be sentinels because there is a doorway to the Never Never near downtown Greenville, and they're kind of the early warning system in case something is trying to come out or go in. The mouse police never sleeps. Exactly. It's like a mouse exactly. Just a song. I like it. But yeah, I, I like that idea that the mice are either a fighting force or just um, sentinels or whatever. It, like we haven't really decided yet. On what? But what, what, I'm, what I'm going to do with that is we're going to take it as they are indeed guardians of it, but nobody is sure what they are guarding because they have kept everyone away so far. That way, we leave it open as when it's actually breached, it will be news to people. Okay. Cool. I like that. That's good. Um, any other just places that you've looked at and said, wow, that could be something? Well, the, the other thing that the other place Mickey talked about was um, there is a random small garden full of small cottages underneath the bridge uh, that's, that's on the Swamp Rabbit Trail. Mm-hmm. So the Swamp Rabbit Trail in Greenville is a walking trail, um, and there's this the random Taylor's. little garden off of it, it's got like little three little small houses. It's you mean right by Linky Park? Yeah. Like where the children's garden is? It's where yeah. the children yeah, yeah. where the children yeah, yeah. children's garden yeah. is, yeah. Yeah, so Swamp Rabbit Tail is a running, biking, walking path that runs from Traveler's Rest north of Greenville all the way down <laughs> south. And you're exactly right. There's this weird little I think it, I think it's called the children's garden and it's got two or three little houses and then a bunch of plants. And it could totally be a place that like Hobbits or fairies or No yeah. dude, a troll lives there. <laughs> oh there's a bridge. Under the bridge. <laughs> under, the bridge. under the bridge. Oh I like it. That's awesome. That's right? great. Yeah. yeah. Like, There's that and, defunct and, uh, and nuclear power plant that was never built, remember? <laughs> yeah. That could That's be kind of creepy. Point. Yeah. There was a, a game that um, we played with Chris where he had used some of the maps. Or was it? That was John. That John, did it. Yeah. yeah. But the, um, there was a nuclear power plant being built. And was that never in finished. North Carolina? That's no, in South Carolina. It was in South. It's and, not um, pony. So they never finished it. Yeah. And it's just a big, you know, empty site with some, some of the structures yeah. pre-nuclear power plant. Yeah. If we could remember the name of that, that's yeah, one that we could do. Well, so there, yeah, there are a bunch of, I mean, we can come up with a ton of sites depending on what we, how much we need or how well, much I, we I want. I wanted to, I, overall, by the time we finish our prep stuff today, I'd like to have about 10 places, right? I'd 10 s- places that seem neat. Because as we come up with each of these, this may give you character ideas. When you start looking at characters, maybe you're familiar with one of these things. Right? Yeah, maybe you're a quote-unquote monster hunter, and you're looking for that troll. Right. So I'm familiar with property Gaffney. over in like Spartanburg that is like 400 acres. And on it, you know, you've got the North Tiger River. You've got a ancient family graves. Uh, small family burial site that goes all the way back to the Revolutionary War. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, I mean, on that one property, that one family, you've got stuff, Revolution War, Civil War, la- you know, land where things could live. Mm-hmm. So we could have a site that's something like that. It doesn't have to be yeah. that property, but something like that that's outside of Greenville, mm-hmm. but still near enough that we would access it. And then we have to think about things like, you know, is the Ku Klux Klan a faction? <laughs> You know, or 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 the guys for a faction or something yeah. because we certainly have had or have some of that here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, in and the upstate. <laughs> also, because we're talking modern day, when you're talking about outside of Greenville, well, for me, anything from Atlanta to Charlotte's up for grabs because that's a four-hour stretch. Yeah. I mean, just by normal mortal modes of transportation, nothing is that right. far. I think we could yeah. easily have some some site at Clemson. Absolutely, like, I was just going mean, to say Clemson. 
you know, Clemson's yeah. a major college party, school, football university. Yeah, there, there's got to be some supernatural think, group there. I think a frat, a or frat house or something. Yeah, a frat yeah. house at Clemson should be a cult of some kind yeah. or who knows. <laughs> yeah. like or a coven of witches. A coven of witches. Anyone who listens to this is going to be like, man, this dude hates South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> you, you live here happily. Oh, so I, a sorority could be a coven of witches. Oh, a sorority could be a, like yeah. a craft. Yeah. I love it. Let's do that. Okay. I'm taking short notes on know. these so that we can explore them later. So that's good. I like it. Um, all right. So let's talk a little bit about starting characters. I got more sides, fan. We, we do. Hold them for now. Uh, it's it's bad we'll, when you we'll, hold it. We'll jump back a little bit. It's hard to hold it. Like if it just it builds up. Jot it down. Jot it down. I'm just going to hold the tip. Yeah. <laughs> or Kurt, right. type it in, write it down, and bring it up again after. This is my prep, man. I did all this prep for you. I you got did? all the spots in my head. All right, I'm, I'm cutting you off for now. <laughs> I'm on my <laughs> first drink, literally my first drink. Well, I'm not cutting you off from that, and you still haven't given me one. But I do want to start talking about characters, because okay. this is probably going to take the most time. Um, we are going to go right to, what the heck page is that, 80, or is it 91, I think? Yeah. Who's got that? Or Thank you. What's the other one? 91. Now? Or you can take your pick. I'm sorry. I'm I don't know what else there is. There's a uh, hard good. cola of some kind. I'll, I'll try apple. We'll, we'll show everyone what the you actual... It's yeah. down the bottom, JJ? Yeah, so yeah. This is what actual character creation is like at the shed? Yeah. What are you drinking? What are you I'm drinking? drinking? Do you mix it? stuff, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what it's like at a lot of regular tables, too, not just on the podcast. Um, if you prefer? Uh, I Well, I like... I'm, I'm going to try the apple All first. Right. And I may have to take that from you after. How many did you bring? That's it. Damn it, Kurt. But then I might have some minis in my gaming bag. That there I you go. There. All right. Um, <laughs> There's a liquor store up the street. Saturday, too. Um, guys, I'm going to be dry for six weeks. The episodes are going to be so boring after this, so let's get it in now, baby. <laughs> You're going to see if you can make a six-week hangover on it today. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Um, the whole thing about dieting is like you're not supposed to diet. It's just supposed to be lifestyle choices. You make mm-hmm. lifestyle changes. You're never on a diet. That's true. Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, so character creation. Yep, and the Dresden Files Accelerated Character Sheet has a very few fields to fill in. It's a pretty simplified character sheet. Um, when we think of things in a normal game like skills or abilities... In, in this system, they're called approaches, and they are flair, focus, force, guile, haste, and intellect. So when it comes to challenges, like we're used to, challenges, conflicts, what have you, you're going to use one of those approaches for that thing, whether it be you know, combat, investigation, whatever it might be. So when you start creating your character, you'll want to think about which ones are more important to you. Uh, I'm going to get to the right page here. So what? Um, I'm going to have to sneeze. I apologize. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> oh, ah, we so, waited for it, too. Though. Well, I um, and I did read. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, it wasn't super clear. Yeah. So the approach is well, that, that will matter. Of, that will matter shortly, but yes. But it dictates yeah. kind of the way that your character approaches challenges generally and what he's good at. So you get like a certain, you know, a, yeah. a plus three in one, a plus two in two others or whatever. Yeah. But... Um, we just get to pick that, right? Yes. There is no random element to character creation in this game. So you have a set, call it an array for your abilities. Right. And in this case, it's set numbers for your approaches. And yeah, the, the, what they do, 
excuse me, is almost self-explanatory, but I think as we're going, we'll probably read them out. I'd also but, like to note that if I play the shapeshifter or the yeah. changeling, I can have different focuses when I'm in my animal form than in my real form. Nice. Now, for this, we're going to go again through, uh, according to the book, and the idea here is what, now that we've identified factions, and in our case, we've mentioned a few things. I actually, Kurt, I put down ghosts from the past with a question mark as a faction. I'm going to use that at some point, but um, also real estate developers. Um, we're talking about uh, the, the guardians themselves probably aren't a faction, but I'm sure they belong to something. Yeah. Right. They're, they, uh, they're not on their own. They were created by someone, something at some point. So we've got some of the factions. What I'd like to also figure out is um, four factions between Charlotte and Atlanta, the way I want to play our world, and you guys as characters would know this, even though you know, we don't have the characters yet. Um, in this area in the southeast, uh, anything that's a faction in Atlanta has a smaller counterpart in Charlotte, and they're probably at odds. Okay? And that's the way that the general overarching thing will be. Charlotte's been growing and growing, and Atlanta's all saturated already, so... Charlotte's trying to make moves where it can, and we are right in the middle of both. Yep. So we'll be involved in things that come up. Mine end up picking sides and, and fighting for one or the other, that type of thing. So when you think about um, big factions, whether they be supernatural, like uh, Vampire Court or uh, Underworld Boss, just some crime lord somewhere, those types of factions are probably going to exist in both places. Just Charlotte will be a slightly smaller version of the same thing. I could see, like, because, um, I mean, Charlotte's a big banking city, and so is Atlanta. Okay. So those banks might be owned by some kind of criminal underworld, you know, element, or being run by a criminal underworld. Which, underworld uh, which, white, course, which white court house would be good as a banking house? The white. Yeah, but which ho- there are three houses. Uh, which is the one that There's the hot one's from. They're all hot. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about... Within the, the game, families. there are three. There's Wraith, um, the Mal, Mal, Bala. White Court is... Uh, it's Lust that they yeah. go after first, which yeah, might, may, might explain money. I could see the Wraith yeah. household being involved in something like okay. that. But, um, yeah, that's part of it. So maybe we say it's White Court vampires that are over some of the larger banking institutions. Okay. And the developers are the underworld... Or the criminal, yeah, the, the organized crime. So you group. think the real estate developers are all just all mortals and they're just running a racket, essentially? Okay. Just a thought. Just a thought. But, well, I mean, that's where we start. We can introduce anything. I mean, among the mere mortals in the upstate, the real estate developers would probably be the most powerful faction. But would they be clued in? That's a good question. I don't know. Right. Sure. Now, chances are whoever's at the top of the chain is. But I think. I think what only we, barely. Yeah, I think what would be fun is to have the real estate developers or whatever, whoever we decide, they're not clued in, mm-hmm. and so they're the most powerful. You know, seemingly they're the ones in Talk Magazine and Town Magazine yeah. and Greenville News and everything, but at the, in the real deal, they're nothing because you've got whatever vampires or werewolves or whoever that's really much more powerful. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it Marcone, Johnny Marcone? Yeah. So I could see like that Johnny Marcone kind of in the books. Johnny Marcone is the the head of the criminal underworld and he's just starting to discover the world of the supernatural but yeah. he's super smart and uses it all to his advantage exactly he knows how to shoot werewolves right and stuff like that so yeah so i could see the developers being completely cl- uh, clueless but with the war between charlotte yeah. and atlanta 
bigger forces are now in play, and they're just starting to realize that the world is much bigger than they are. And that works really, really well from a real-world perspective because, like, the, the big development projects in Greenville and Greer and mm-hmm. maybe even Spartanburg now are not – they're either not local developers or they're local developers working with someone out of Charlotte, Atlanta, Tennessee – you know, to get because we can't get enough financing from here to do yeah. these. There aren't there's there aren't enough financial institutions that are investing in this area. Right. So, cool. So we could maybe one or two of the guys at the top start to either know or start to learn about the supernatural. But I would say generally they'd be fun to have them as just mere mortals. Powerful, Agreed. but but nothing. Or or they were sent here originally by one of the banking institutions to uncover that thing. That's why the banking institution has been funding them so much to develop the upstate to define this power grab. Or they're funding the clueless because they know they're digging in the right place. Yeah, exactly. That could be. So where normally you're not getting the financing, all of a sudden the the big bank just said, sure, you can have a few million. But as you're digging there. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. And this is all fiction. Totally it, it, yes, it is fiction. No, one, no real estate developers in the yeah. upstate have sold their souls to the devil in any yeah. respect. Hold on, <laughs> let me make sure my Bank of America app is closed before we continue. <laughs> it's probably listening to me right now. Um, cool. Now, just so you know, that kind of thing is what's going to end up being an adventure later in our yeah. campaign. So that's cool. Um, we're going to go to page 86 now, which is identifying the player characters. And um, that I think I have that printed. Yeah, I have it printed for those who have it printed out, for those on the PDF. So um, let's have somebody else read a little bit from that page. So I'm not I doing think The idea is that you start with, if someone has a strong idea about a character they want to play, mm-hmm. then he or she should tell us what that is. I do, actually. Yeah. So in this case, too, part of the, what the page is saying is we're not creating characters, but we're identifying them right now, and then we'll be creating them. Right, and so mm. what, I think what this says is some, yeah. whoever has the strongest idea of what they really want to play, tell us. Then the next person goes, <laughs> and you tell us what you want to do, and then you, you have some tie to the first character yep. and down on the line. So yeah. I have a loose it, idea for a character. I, you I, probably I, have more I got, I got actually out, a yeah. pretty good idea right now. And just so you know, I like the way they do that. Say what your tie is to the first character, but... I will also be doing a bunch of questions like was in the one shot. Yeah. So that'll be after as well. So um, my name is Cletus Fitzhammer. How much of this have you written down so far? Just Cletus Fitzhammer. Okay. <laughs> so I, I, somebody, either you or somebody else needs to take notes because I'm taking world notes. I got but it. Make sure, all right. Thank you, Kurt. But make sure we capture this so that when we start linking them together. So Cletus. Yes. Cletus Fitzhammer. And, he, um, does he have a nickname? He's got to. Cletus. Yeah, just Cletus. Everyone, everyone enjoys his name that much. So that's not his real name. That's his name. Okay, but it's, it's also his nickname. <laughs> but when he gets drunk, people call him the Hammer. The Hammer. Um, okay. But the, uh, the 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 concept I have he's is um, he's a uh, a cop of the wizard world. Okay. Yeah, he's a, he's long. You're talking like a warden. Like a warden. He's a warden. Okay. But, but he may not be a warden of the wizard council. Exactly. Just, okay. And for those who don't know what that means, you can look it up. Yeah. <laughs> but we will be talking more about magic, wizards, the councils, and what have you as we go. But for now, he's... So, like, I, I don't know how I want to go with this so far, whereas where, like, maybe he's not a practitioner himself. He just has magical weapons okay. or 
what so, have you. I'm not really sure where I want to go with this. Do you mean he's yet. a cop who is keeping the wizard world in check, or he oh, is, is a he wizard a, cop? Is he he is actual, a wizard cop. But is he an actual human law enforcement officer? That's, the, that's, that's where I'm not sure I want to go okay. with. Okay. I don't know if, it, if I want him to be the police department liaison okay. who has magical weapons, or he's actually a wizard and he polices the wizards. Or, yeah, he could be a wizard who is on one of the local law enforcement forces be- and became a police officer be- to keep an eye on those with supernatural abilities. And there's, um, there's actually a, uh, an officer position in the Greer poli- uh, yeah, Police Department called Community Outreach Officer. And they spend their times at schools and other places just meeting people and talking to them about the police. Yeah. And that could be a, an interesting... Uh, perspective. Yeah. That's yeah. There's a little bit of bureaucracy not. you're wanting. Exactly. <laughs> He's a bureaucrat. You're a bureaucrat. <laughs> so you're not anti wizard. You're not like a Templar in Dragon yeah, Age. No. People and okay. He wants to keep wizards that are doing bad things in check. Yep. Make sure they're staying in their lane. Okay. Or also yeah, make sure they're staying in their lane. Identifying <laughs> people <laughs> who develop magical powers. Yeah, yeah. I, li- I like the idea of being like a, a resource officer. Yeah. Uh, community resource officer or reach community outreach. outreach. Um, you know, that way I can meet a lot of people yeah. um, and I identify those with the talent. Yeah. Because I know the actual officers in Greer spend a lot of time at schools. So maybe. So they bring canine units around and talk to kids in schools. Maybe and, whatever's been uncovered yeah. is increasing, uh, is like, is a feedback loop uh, in creating more talented people. Ooh, ooh, I got an idea. You guys, right near where you live, have a. Uh, uh, Housing unit, uh, housing area going up was at Westgate or whatever Something the heck that. that is, and it's right next to a school. Yep. So that could work. So that is creating more kids with, with talent, a, a spark of talent, it's so, sparking more talent. So we don't want to talk now about what that character looks like, other than as the conceptual level. Right now, we have an idea of one character. Right. Who, it's who just a concept. We next. haven't made anything yet. You have something, Mickey? I do. I want to play Buffy. So I want to go with Monster Hunter. It's going to be oh, interesting really? if I go with mine. So you idea. want to be supernatural or human? <laughs> no, angel? human no, but I understands I the supernatural idea. very, very well. So I've got... a little extra natural. She is yeah. extra natural. So um, I let's... At the Cherokee Nation kind of sparked this idea. So maybe I'm part Cherokee, grew up up in the mountains areas, learned all that Like the lore. Maggie Valley area, stuff exactly. like that? Exactly. Have all that lore, and as a result of that, that's my my tie into the supernatural world. Okay. Alright. Now, like how do you... Um, are you human? How are you? human, or do you have s- magical abilities? Don't know yet. We're gonna I see would need some sort of some access to As some we magic. get closer, one of the things that's different between this game and the, the full RPG is in the full RPG, like the one shot we played, uh, mortals have stunts, and uh, the supernatural have powers. In this game, it's all stunts. So things might overlap to where she's practically supernatural, and we can figure that out as we go. Yeah, it's just a role-playing element. If we go by the book here, Mickey, you need to defy a tie, a define, not defy. You'll, you'll defy it later. Defy. But define a tie <laughs> that binds you to JJ's character. So start thinking of a reason why you know me. Yeah. How old are you? Are you, are you like a... Start out in high school, Buffy. That's a good point. You may have met up with the community outreach officer in high school. And you could be out of high school, but you know him from that. I've known him since high school. Okay. We could go with that. You could have jerked him off in the back of a car in high school. I mean, anything's possible. Well, you're a wizard. (laughs) 
right? So I shouldn't have to use this your hands. This podcast is meant for mature I mean, adults. Telekinetic <laughs> handjobs. No, I know, but you're Ooh. a wizard. I haven't decided yet, but maybe, yes. So well, Yeah, we'll see how much deeper it goes. Us yeah. meeting around high school, that's when you would have, if you go the wizard route, that's when your spark would have manifested. And I could have recognized it, and maybe that's how we met, and I've kept in touch with you since. You can think about it. So the, the link, though, the thing that binds them together is you met through the community outreach thing. Program, through my I position guess. as yeah. an officer. Yeah. Okay. So that links. She was a narc you in go, high Chris? school. <laughs> yeah, um, Kurt just fingered you, Chris. I think Chris has a particularly good idea in light of what Mickey just said. Oh, yeah? Well, my plan was the whole... vampire slayer killer. <laughs> <laughs> you slay the slayer? Yeah. Slayer. Who, slayer. We're going to have a Buffy police? Spike dynamic here. <laughs> uh, no, I just had an idea of being a Catholic priest, but he's a, he's a vampire, you know. Okay. And he's trying to, you know, repent for... Yeah. One of the really neat things in the Dresden Files universe is uh, the Knights of the Cross, yeah. which essentially have swords that were made from the uh, the nails from yeah. the crucifix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Saw that. And it was like, it's it's a really neat idea, and in the books, it's played off very well. They're you know crusaders. I mean, now one guy, granted, is an atheist, but still, yeah. <laughs> it's it's what I'll you, use the magic. It, it's how you believe, not necessarily what you believe that right. matters. Right. That's all I had was a loose yeah. idea of a guy that's you know he. Maybe he could uh, save his soul and not be a vampire anymore, but he wants that power because he can. He, he's a bad thing, but he can do good with it. So you're yeah, you're like still it. you're still a virgin. You you haven't slaked your thirst yet. Well, I don't know if I want to go that. Yeah, may, yeah, I don't know though. But okay. maybe I have. But I, I got that's the thing. It's just a loose yeah. concept. Now some of it we, we'll stay within some of the the boundaries of the Dresden stuff we're familiar with. For those who are familiar with it, but. Within this game system, there's no reason we can't just play whatever the heck we want. Yeah. Right. As long as it fits one of the mantles, the stunts, what have you. As long as it fits there, you can describe your character, I think, in any way you'd like. Yeah, I love it. So how is, um, how is uh, Churchy McBoy yeah. you know, bound to Buffy? She could be one of his parishioners, maybe? I don't know. But that's Buff- maybe what? she's trying to kill I, him. I'm going to keep saying Buffy yeah. until maybe you come up came, with a character Maybe name. she came after to kill me and then found out, like, oh, he's... He's trying to do good. Maybe I'll, I'll let him go. Could be that. that that's more interesting. That I makes more sense that. from yeah. a party perspective. Yeah. yeah. It would right, also so totally make link. sense. That Who's he, making notes of this? Because I'm not making the character notes. It would also it. totally make sense that uh, as a Catholic priest, he diddled JJ when he was just a little boy. Handjobs <laughs> 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 in the back of the car. Falconetic handjobs in the back of the car. The I, preceding podcast so, was definitely explicit. <laughs> right. So we will need. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt's in rare form. Uh, we yeah. will need... Medium rare. Does he need a connection just... Are you really going with Buffy? Why not? Um, what was far Buffy's as real first name? It was Buffy Ann Summers. Buffy Ann Summers. So essentially, the way, the way it reads, Kurt, is the bond must be something that demand the characters are involved in each other's life, for better or worse, and then you work together to ensure both agree with it. Um, and then repeat this procedure until every player has a character to portray. So in this case, if we repeat the procedure, then the next person has a bind, a bind, a bind, a bind, is bound to the previous one. Right, so as long as you have one bond, you don't have to have a bond to everyone. As Not long as necessarily. Right. Well, I like, you can. There's I no like the idea. You, you guys need to work on yours, I think. But I like the idea that she came to kill you because she knew you were a vampire. Yeah. And for whatever reason, some view of innate goodness, she decided not to... But you've got an eye on him, and I think and it was know, because he started to cry, and she felt pity. Well, I mean, I, I think that's actually, especially if we end up being a party. That makes or maybe I kicked sense. her ass and told yeah. her what was up. 
<laughs> that could be too. Look, that's I'm, I'm hilarious. And, and that's part of what they say here that you both um, you work together to agree with it, but it could yeah. be better for better or for worse. Yeah. yeah. So you might actually not get along well, yeah. which I'm sure will happen between Mickey and JJ's character. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like I was, th- I was thinking, <laughs> and he just said exactly. Bam. Didn't even pause. <laughs> Going off what Chris just said, you know, maybe you did kick her ass and. But you, I told her my back history a while. Well, you, 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 you let her go, and she's like, "Okay, maybe he's not a monster, <laughs> right?" Yeah, that sort of thing. I'm yeah. seeing this from a, you know, a, a, almost a comedy movie we'll or a that. comic. Every time you're punching her in the face, but I'm really not a bad guy. Just, and stop stay down. down. Stop Just down. stop trying to kill me. <laughs> yes. Um, cool, Kurt. All right, so I'm got... typing. So if you want to finish yeah, that, I'm fine. a pervy uh, lawyer from Boston. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm totally into like Prince <laughs> <laughs> the Chains and French made outfits. Oh my god! Oh uh, yeah. So um, is it supernatural? He's gonna, be, he's gonna be a one percenter. His name is Dorian Gray. <laughs> so I have three. Right up his alley. Um, I had two or three potential characters, and I would be happy to play any of them. Well, let's say one of them for now and see how everyone else feels about All it. Right, so my first thought, without having heard anyone else's, was that I was gonna play. Um, a guy, basically a guy who's really skilled in kind of because the upstate, even though we've got Greenville, Spartanburg, these cities, we're also we've got mountains and lakes and tons of Lots. outdoors. And so I was going to be kind of the guy you would think of as the good old boy in camouflage. You could be part of Do Not Resuscitate Department of National. Oh, National Resources. Resources. Yeah. Well, kind of. It's I, DNR. That's all I think. DNR. Yeah. So I envisioned kind of a character who grew up hunting and fishing and really yeah. like loved fly fishing, loved the woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe now runs a fly shop with his dad, you know, a, a hunting and fishing shop with his dad, and he's like the real outdoors you guy. You can do, and I'm just going back to what I just said. With the DNR, they actually have park wardens too. You could, uh, right? You, know, you or, got all those options. You know, and, so. my, and my thinking was just kind of, uh, you know, he's a smart, good guy, but he's a real outdoors guy. Um, and I was thinking, kind of, he, that would lead into either some type of, without knowing Dresden, yeah. Some type of druidy or rangery or shapeshiftery. You could have run into a lot of different things. Well, too. and then I would have seen potentially werewolves yeah. or a lot of the stuff that yeah. might not live like necessarily right downtown. So that was yeah. idea one. Now, something really similar in genre is Iron Druid that yeah. Kurt, right. you are familiar with. Mm-hmm. I see no reason if we can't find a if we can find a mantle and stunts and stuff to fit. Right. There's no reason you can't be a druid. Yeah, and I didn't necessarily view him as the Iron Druid. I thought yeah. about that, but it's I also like it, it could guess, also be yeah. kind of. I mean, I even thought about playing him as a pure human, yeah. but who's got you know kind of a, a marksman like I almost never you know who's crossbow and rifle, a green thumb probably green right. thumb yep. of animals like him and okay. then maybe get some kind of supernatural communion with nature but not necessarily like an iron druid type level okay number two would be the one percenter mantle yeah and it would just be i'm an old not a not a real estate developer not yeah. a modern wealth but i'm an old upstate okay. family old maybe in textiles i've got a ton of money I've got access to all those resources in the upstate that I and the families that I with, know with forty acres and a revolutionary war grave site on your property. Exactly, so I could probably role play that fairly easily. Yeah. Uh, and number three, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> I like that. You got forty acres? 
Uh, I mean, my, wife, my, my wife's <laughs> family is house. very, very, yeah. very, very old Spartanburg family. So, oh, okay. That's cool. Uh, and the, the 400 acres with the graveyard may or may not be their property. Uh, <laughs> Neither confirmed nor denied. So it would be easy to role play that. I like that. And number three would just be playing someone from somewhere else, like not from here, yep. who came back either to study or for a girl. And then I want it would be kind of the bookish research guy. Okay. I'd be happy playing any of those kind of archetypes. And on that note, I want to mention, too, that nobody actually has to be from South Carolina. You can right. be from Paris if you want. doesn't yeah. really matter. The point is we need to know why you're here now. But right. I, My I'm, first two would be from here or yeah. f- at least from Western – like the hunting guy might be from Boone, yeah. Western North Carolina. But, um, but the bookworm would be kind of a from somewhere else. Myself, I like the idea of the outdoorsy – type because that would thinking of the full party thing that would fill a gap that we don't currently have you know a police officer a monster hunter and a priest um now granted any of those could know how to fish but it doesn't quite fit the the extensiveness that you put in well my and my thought was depending on the way where the campaign went is i would have probably access to a lot of places that the fay would Again, I don't know how Dresden works. Like maybe the Fay are just right downtown. But in my thinking, <laughs> you wouldn't like, know it. They want to be in pretty places, so they're going to be up at Table Rock, or they're going to be, uh, you know, Rainbow so Falls, or. I like the yeah. idea of him doing the naturey type person, mm-hmm. and I like the idea of maybe you are, you were once the prey of the wild hunt, but you managed to survive, and because of that, the Hunt King, you know, made you. Uh, one of his favored or something, and that imbued some supernatural powers upon you. Kurt doesn't know what, what that means, means. <laughs> right? But, so the the, yeah. the, the, the but king. that's something. I mean, we could just work that in later after yeah. understanding more of what it means. You might not even know that your character might not even particularly know that as we start the game, but it could be something that comes up in backstory. Realistically, say you're playing a 40 year old character, we don't know 40 years of history yet. Right. It could come up at almost any well, time. And the other thing is, we could combine one and two a little bit, maybe, yeah. in that if we wanted access to some resources, like, and I know this from a client of mine who the family's worth hundreds of millions of dollars, but he's just is one of the kids, and all he wants to do is hunt and fish and farm, mm-hmm. and he's in camouflage, but he's got 40 million bucks in the bank, and he's. Yeah. I mean, so if we want, if we want or need that type of access, I could combine those. Yeah, I kind of like the idea of the old money guy. Old money bit, guy, yeah. but really mm-hmm. just wants to be out in the woods. Yeah, but you don't know it. You don't know he is. You you, know? you own half of the woods you go into. Yeah, yeah right. I mean, yeah. Whatever works for the party. He's got his mouth. Now, how compound. would that person be linked to the Catholic priest? Vampire. I would probably be linked to the part Cherokee woman who has high knowledge of mountain lore. We would have crossed paths somewhere. Maybe. Or, no, nah, I don't know. I'd have to think about what my links are. I don't have a clear link. How would I link to JJ, maybe? Find something. There, there, it is easily possible or probable that you ran into anybody at any Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I don't have a clear what, link what would to that any be? of the three. So you, donated, could... you donated a natural gas police car. And that is my car now. Yeah, I mean, we can... Ooh, go, go, um, hybrid. Yeah. Uh, Ford Fusion is now a hybrid. They've made a police interceptor version, and Greer will probably have them in a couple of years. So that makes maybe, sense that maybe we I throw anonymous, one in there now. Maybe I anonymously, because again, I don't want to be seen as the rich guy. I'm the good old, yeah. like, maybe I anonymously donated the entire Greer's hybrid police car force but you, because you're the bureaucrat with all the inside knowledge, figure it out and you know where it came from. Or so, I mean, who knows? It could like, be, yeah. Fair enough. I don't think I would have a clear link to 
Chris off the bat. My guy would definitely not be Catholic. <laughs> well, that could be Catholic. I was raised yeah, Catholic, and I don't want to have to role play that. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Um, so yeah, well let's um, all right. Let's make sure we have all those notes together, and we can start talking about uh, beginning creating the characters. We can talk about character creation. Um, although technically, the next page in the book eighty-seven um, talks about the factions now. This, I do think I want to talk about, but I want to do some of them without you guys knowing, so I don't want all of them to be open. But we'll talk, I guess we'll talk about this briefly. Um, we're, we're actually getting close to an hour, so this may fill up this hour. Let's see what we've got. So on page 87 is detailing factions. In there, there are several pieces. So, so like, what is the goal of the faction? What is it they want? And then they, they may have a secret goal, and that's something I'll do. Like I said, it's a secret. Um, obstacles. What's in the way of the faction of achieve, uh, from achieving their goal? What resources do they have? What are their weaknesses? And aspects, which are a, a game mechanic that we'll read about uh, soon. It is part of what I printed out. Um, the game aspects, or, or the aspects, what would you give to them? And then lastly, what is the next thing the faction plans to do? Uh, and it says right after that in the book, the GM chooses whether to do this on her own, because I'm a her, uh, without the players, <laughs> uh, or engage it in open discussion in the same manner as before. So let's talk a little bit about ones we came up with. Let's talk about the clueless, I say clueless, clueless to the supernatural real estate developers. Uh, Kurt, what's the goal of a real estate developer? To make as much money as possible <laughs> in a shorter period of time. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm just Which requires controlling the local political process and public opinion so they can purchase and develop land. All right. And then the next thing we're looking at there is going to be the obstacle. What obstacle is standing in their way? And this would be in general, or if you want to pick a specific, we can make up a name of a real estate developer um, and what is their specific obstacle, or just in general, what are the obstacles? Well, so generally... There, there's always going to be pushback that we're developing too fast and we're ruining the good old, the good old town or the good mm -hmm. old upstate that people love. And so we could embody that with a particular mayor or a member of the city council who doesn't want 14 hotels built in the next five years. So pushback from, I'll call it pushback from the locals yeah. is really what, what <laughs> it's like when a new Walmart's coming in, nobody wants Walmart. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. But it's the locals that are pushing back in the way you're saying it. They don't want to get their communities changed. And maybe they have a whole bunch of brick houses and we're about to put up three-story vinyl-sided houses or something like that. Um, any other obstacle other than that type of thing that we would want to name now? I would say like a competing faction that's seeing the opportunity here and they just you know kind of swoop on in. Yeah, like maybe there's... I mean, when I think of the real estate developers, I'm thinking about local folks. Maybe there's mm -hmm. a, an Atlanta group that has way more money okay. and wants and to be dominating the project. trying projects. to bid war or... Right. So and and either, I'm going to put that in as a, a larger group from Atlanta. Yeah. So not only do you have pushback, but you also have more money over achievers. Right. And in some cases, yeah. like an Atlanta group would hire or basically kind of subcontract with a local developer. Mm-hmm. 
but in other cases, they would just want to beat them out. For but the in deal. this case, we're saying the real estate developers here, local in the upstate, are their own faction. So they right. want their own power. They, yeah. The ones we're talking about wouldn't be run by Atlanta or Charlotte. Right, so this actually would make, this makes a ton of sense. Yeah. So generally, in the real world, forgetting about Dresden, the way it works yeah. is you've got, like, let's say the number one upstate real estate developer wants to do a project. Um, and he doesn't have quite enough money. He goes to a Charlotte or Atlanta group and gets them to come in and they do it together. Mm-hmm. But maybe our local developers don't want to do that. And so right. maybe they make a deal with a vampire or a ghost. Or, I mean, I don't know who it is. Or a rich so druid. Don't, so, or rich druid so that they don't have to deal with the Atlanta yeah. faction or the Charlotte faction. So let's talk about what the next step is then. Resources. When we're talking about our local upstate real estate developers, what resources do they have, people, places, and things that they can bring to bear to help them achieve the goal of making as much money as possible in a short period? Money, banker friends, control of local charitable boards. I mean, they're kind of what you would think of as the, as, you know, they're the movers and shakers socially. They have people in government, law enforcement. Yeah, it could be organized crime, too. Yeah, organized yeah. crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ties to organized yeah, yeah. crime. For a game, I think that's all makes sense. Because that's not true in the real world. <laughs> um, and what would the weakness of these real estate developers be? Lack of knowledge. Of the Stupidity. Greedy. Greed. Ignorance. Yeah. <laughs> Avarice. Avarice. Uh. Lack of culture. <laughs> you don't have any strong feelings about them, do you? I mean... <laughs> Uh, greed, definitely. I'm thinking the others, uh, like a lack of culture. These are going to be the local people, so they they certainly have plenty of culture to be here. So is that really a weakness? Probably not. Well, I'm also thinking, uh, I'm also thinking kind of old money, new money. So yep. I think of the real estate developers, and again, these are just an archetype for our game. Yep. They're new money, and so they've got a lot of money, a lot of control, mm-hmm. all this stuff. But then in the upstate or South Carolina, you've got all this old money, and they're the ones that fought the Civil War, and they're the ones that own the land and have the graveyards that may have ghosts and vampires and all this stuff, and they're not aligned with, with the new money. Okay. okay. So then I'm going to put a weakness there. And they, and they resent. Yeah. To some degree, the old money resents the loss of power or at least mm-hmm. perceived power yep. to new money. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, maybe they're a lot more powerful. Be, who, who knows? I mean, I don't know how our game's going to play out, but that's a kind of a classic struggle, right? I'm going so. to put as one of their weaknesses their dependency on their financial sources. Because yep. they don't have all the money on their own. New no. money's being brought They in. don't have a right. nonstop cash flow. So one way you could attack them is to cut off their financing. Right, and so maybe the old money, they're, they're, the source of their power is not so much money as history. Yeah. And whatever that means to our world. It's knowledge of... Connections to the... Connections between stuff. X, Y, and Z. Favors to ask for. Right, like if you're... I mean, if in the upstate, if you're in... What are the old... I mean, the old families at Montgomery's, the Cleveland's, the Johnson's... Schumacher's. You've been here for... Th- no, not Schumacher's. <laughs> aren't from here at all. Uh, been here for 300 years. Yeah. You've got a lot of money, but maybe the reason you've got that money is because you figured out how to deal with the vampires and the werewolves. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but... That's right. You're talking about a whole other faction. We're talking about the developers here, guy. Yeah. Well, but that's the opposition. Yeah. The yeah. main opposition to the developers well, is we're ultimately going to be... We're talking about weaknesses, not right, opposition. Right, so the weakness is, yeah. is going to be, if they get too powerful, yeah. there's going to be the old money folks that want to keep them in check. And cut them off. And that we already have them as an obstacle. So that works. Okay, done. 
Yeah, yeah, it works. It works together. And then the the last thing for a faction is what are the next steps? What is the next thing this faction plans to do? And it ought to be big enough that it affects other people. Yeah. By the way, it's Chris, not just one new yeah, house. Somewhere. Since you're from Charlotte, you should chime in here too because we're kind of talking about Greenville Greer. Well, I'm not really from Charlotte. Though. Well, no, that, he, he's, he's, I can't really speak to a lot of stuff right. down south. I, right, know, he's still yeah. in, been here in South Carolina in the Fort Mill area, yeah. but it's closer to Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm thinking almost like Mickey and I. We've gone to Nashville twice now, yeah. and they just built like they, they 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 just built a gigantic convention center. Okay. So I think that would be the next step is to build a convention center and have Greenville be a destination for businesses to come and have conventions. Okay. Yeah, or anything, any political parties or organizations. Exactly. Something, yeah, something major like that to draw more Or even traffic. like a, it can even double as like a sports thing too. It could yeah. be mm-hmm. all-encompassing. So what is this goal for the, the developers? The real estate developers. Yeah, getting the NCAA. Okay. Bat, right. I mean, being at the level where you consistently are getting national yep. okay. quality events. And to do that, they have to build a major complex. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Tear down the TD. Uh, okay. TD the TD maybe, maybe, maybe they'll um, destroy the nuclear place and build a convention center <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. Um, and then let's see. And then they find out why the nuclear place stopped being built. Yeah. So I think that was probably the clearest faction that we had come up with so far. So I'm going to leave that one as is for now. Um, and we won't do any more of the detailing of the factions. However, let's see. Um, and maybe instead of, I'm just, this is just for you as a GM, maybe instead of just real estate developers, maybe it's kind of new money. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've been focusing on building stuff, though, yeah. so I think it works. So yeah. you, you want to have the option yeah. to add people into that universe that may not be true. Well, we, we, I would... Probably just add them as another faction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As another group of people bringing new money into. Well, the but area. like real estate developers could easily have a banker yeah. contact that yeah. would be integral to them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let me. Uh, we'll talk about one thing that JJ brought up earlier, as far as what might start the whole um, campaign off. Even though I do have our first adventure set up, it'll be a one shot, probably an hour or two. But what the next step is in the book on page 90 is determine the inciting incident. So what actually causes us to get started in this world? And I think we pretty much said that uh, there's going to be a real estate development that digs open a portal. And we are going to use that as what gets us started. Do we want to give any more information about that? So clearly the faction that got it started was real estate developers. But yeah, maybe, it's, maybe it's like a, a nexus of power. Like okay. it is a convergence of ley lines, or okay. But what what got that um, was it by accident or specifically done? Yeah, because I think even a mortal <coughs> chopping into that with a backhoe probably doesn't realize it. I mean, what yeah. what actually happens that makes that significant? What were you going to say? Mitch? I thought we started it with a portal into the never never. Yeah, that's what it was. Uh, but it was it happened because somebody was digging somewhere and found oh, it. And we're going to point that at the real estate. What if, what if it's um, like it, when, I, when, I, when, I, when I said it originally, not a portal to never never, we but said a, a door, wide open door, a like doorway. like not not a doorway because a doorway implies one person single fire at a time. I'm talking about a gigantic gate. It, it may not be that. It may not look like that in scale. But the the idea that an entire army could cross yeah, through yeah. At, at that place, 
that's what I'm talking about. Something on that scale. And maybe it's close to where uh, the Winter Court is fighting the Outsiders. But what maybe, I want to know is, on somewhere. this side, once that happened, how did you guys even hear about it? It's got to be either, oh. either my character right. has... Well, let's decide my, if my character already has connections to the Fae, yeah. in which case this would be something that maybe they would know about. Well, or I'd like you. to tie it into the Sentinels, the, the mice. Oh, yeah, yeah. The mice were right, guarding this thing, this gigantic doorway. That's why they were there. That's well, they would at they... least be aware of it. Yeah, I like it. I already had a, another thought with the mice, but they can be part of this as okay. well. That was a secret part. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, all right. I think that's going to get us to the point where when we start up our next session, we are going to be creating our characters, filling in our character sheet, picking the pieces that go along with it. In the meantime, I think we're going to wrap this one up, and we can all say... Sayonara. Nice to listen to you. The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.